LeeTDickey.com. Do you have an event or occasion coming up that could use a special touch? Perhaps a wedding, a production, a show? Good! Then you're in luck. Haley Moores is who you're looking for. Haley is a makeup artist in the Toronto, Ontario area, specializing in bridal, glam, natural, and special effects. She's incredibly talented, professional, easy to work with, and has a personality that is second to none. To book Haley Moores today, follow her on Instagram at mad underscore malash, that's M-A-D underscore M-I-L-A-S-H, or email her at madmalash, again, that's M-A-D-M-I-L-A-S-H, at gmail.com. Book Haley Moores today, you'll be glad you did. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com Do you find yourself reminiscing on what life was like when you were younger? Do your favorite songs, movies, and TV shows instantly take you back to a simpler time? Great! Then you're in the right place. Join me, Lee Dickey, on my new web series and podcast, Yo Nostalgia, where I cover everything you grew up with. From films and toys to fads and trends, Yo Nostalgia has it all. Subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. Follow along on social media at Yo Nostalgia Show to keep up on this time-traveling trip. Yo Nostalgia, breathing new life into your memories, available everywhere now. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com Do you enjoy good conversation? Are you a person with many passions? Perfect! Then the Beats and Speaks podcast is for you! Join me, Lee Dickey, every Friday for stories and interviews about everyday life with everyday people about everyday things. Everyone has a story, and I just want to help them tell it. The Beats and Speaks podcast, your everyday life, everyday stories, everyday people, comedy and entertainment audio joyride. Subscribe and download on LeeTDickey.com, TV on YouTube, and your favorite podcast app. The Beats and Speaks podcast, available everywhere now. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com Ladies and gentlemen, it is hot, 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 and I am not just talking about the weather. This week on the Beats and Speaks podcast, we are talking, or at least I am sharing the story of why I am not a fan of spicy foods, at least not all that much, right here, right now, on a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Of course, as always, I am your host, Lee Dickey. As I said off the top today, this week we are talking about, I am sharing the reasons as to why I am not the biggest fan of spicy foods. But before we go any further, remember that new episodes of the Beats and Speaks podcast are released every single Friday on my official website, LeeTDickey.com iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. Please do comment, like, share, and subscribe. Find us on YouTube under Lee Dickey TV. Rate us five stars and leave us reviews too if you would, please, and thank you. Now that all the housekeeping is out of the way and you know where to find the Beats and Speaks podcast, let's get into the reasons why I am not the biggest fan of spicy foods right here and right now. So... 
I've never been the biggest fan of spicy food, right? And I've tried to sort of, you know, ingratiate myself to these spicy gods, if you will. And I'm trying to sort of gain a tolerance in terms of how to handle my spice. But I've never been the biggest fan of spicy foods. I've never liked spice. I've never liked things that are incredibly hot for no reason. It just would never compute, I guess, with my internals to the point where I like, yes, I like this. I like some mild spice, like I said in last week's episode where I went over my favorite and go-to pizza toppings. I like a mild kick. I like something that lets me know it's there, but not something that would melt my face off and turn me into the Terminator after he kind of like sacrificed himself and what have you. So I like mild spice, like Frank's Red Hot. Yeah, I will put that on a lot of things. I will put that in a lot of things that I cook or if I need, say, a condiment, I will put that on almost anything I eat just to add a bit of flavor. But it's not like a spice where you're dialing 911 because your insides hurt or you're not sounding the fire alarm because every time you breathe, you set off the sprinklers. It's not one of those spices. It is a very mild, very like, hey, we're here, but it's not going to hurt too much depending on like the amount that you put on your food, which is true. It doesn't hurt. Like if you put a little on or you put a tiny amount on, it's not going to hurt. Hurt. It's fine. You'll be okay. Just it adds flavor. Just don't put enough on to the point where, you know, it turns into like the hottest thing on the planet and you burn your taste buds off. Like I often will add that into like soups that I make or soups that are made for me. If I make ramen, I will add that just for flavor, right? Frank's Red Hot, like something very, very mild. Because I like having a face and taste buds and a mouth. I don't want to feel like I had just been to the dentist and the Novocaine has yet to wore off or to wear off, sorry, and it just, it hurts. I don't, I don't need numb, I need something that will tell me it's there and that's about it. I want something for flavor, not for the sake of being hot. I don't want something that's super hot to the point where I don't want to touch it. I've had neighbors make me hot pepper dishes, and, you know, I would ask, are they a mild spice? And then, like, I know that, you know, a neighbor of mine recently brought over some hot peppers that he cooked with, they were on top of a bed of rice. Now, he is uh, Macedonian, and I asked him, I said, are they mild? He said, well, by Macedonian standards, they are. I have no idea what that means, okay? And I took a bite. At first, I liked it. But after a while, because they were so hot, because he left the seeds in and everything, it really hurt. So I stuck them in the fridge to try and cool them off. My mom came home, and she asked me what they were because she was at work at the time he came to drop them off. And I said, well, so-and-so brought them. They're like peppers on top of a bed of rice. You know, why don't you try it? You might like it. You might like a little more spice than I would. So my mom tries, and they're really, really hot for her liking. So she says, you know what? I'm going to throw these in a stew. And she did, and it just, you know, cooked them down a little bit. So we had them in a stew probably like a day or two later, and they were awesome. They were amazing. Like, I'm always thankful if somebody wants to say, give me. I'm, I'm grateful for anybody that wants to give me anything. But when, when your neighbors, like, they bring over coffee, food, bread. Like, I had neighbors make me, like, sourdough. I've had 
neighbors bring me cookies. I've had, obviously, neighbors bring me, you know, a beer if they see me walking out on a hot day, which is fine. I don't, I don't drink all that much. But if it's 35 degrees and I'm walking laps in my driveway and you're, like, sweating profusely, you know, my neighbors will bring me beer and or wine, which is nice of them. I'm like, I have the best neighbors in the world. They'll, like, just bring things for the sake of coming to say hello or coming to check up on me and my mom and the rest of the family and then coming to just, you know, ingratiate themselves, which is super nice and I'm super grateful for them and I'm super for, super grateful for the fact that, like, my neighbors took the time to make things, like actually baked cookies or pretzels or, you know, the hot pepper dish or whatever. You bring me a glass of wine, bring me a few bottles of beer, even though I don't drink all that much. It's just, you know, I'll probably have a beer once a year, if that, right? Because, like, you know, every year you get a bit older because your birthday, cool, I have one to celebrate and that's it. But, you know, I'm never going to turn down anything like my neighbors want to give me because they're just really, really good. They're really good, really honest, hardworking, nice people. And I, I'm thankful for it. But getting back to this, like, hot pepper dish that I got from this uh, neighbor of mine who's from Macedonia... It was just, um, or who is Macedonian, I should say. It uh, it took a little getting used to. Like, it not, I mean, it wasn't one of those where, it, like, it announced itself. It not only announced itself, but it kicked the door in to my taste buds. And it just kind of, like, incinerated them. So we stuck it in a stew, like the peppers into a stew. And we had them that way. And that was fine, right? Like, we had a, uh, a, a family friend back in say the late 80s or early 90s at one of the old houses we lived at he's from trinidad and tobago he's known both my parents for a very long time like since before i was born so you kind of i look at the guy kind of like an uncle right you look at your elders kind of like that aren't say directly family you look at them as like your uncles your aunties or what have you right because that's just how it works in um you know my mom is Filipino, so that's how I guess how it works in sort of traditional Asian culture, right? And you know, I look at the guy like my uncle, and I still call him to this day. His name is Jay, so I call him Uncle Jay. And he is from Trinidad and Tobago, and they love their spicy foods. They love, love, love spice. So I remember as a kid, I might have been like two, three, four, five, somewhere between like the age of two, three, maybe five, six, somewhere in those years where like at this old house that we lived in, he was one of the roommates, you know, he would take instead of, you know, most people put butter on toast or if, you know, you're that way inclined, you just have it dry with nothing. This guy, instead of taking butter, jam, margarine, or just having it dry, he'd take Tabasco sauce. This is first thing in the morning. Okay. You don't need coffee after this. You really don't. But this is first thing in the morning. He would take a butter knife with some, and like, you know, he'd put some Tabasco sauce on the toasted bread, take the butter knife and smear that all over the bread, both sides. And it was like, how? And, you know, looking back on it, because I never tried it, because I think I was a bit too young and my parents were like, no, you're going to hurt yourself. It's going to burn. Don't do that. Fine. I'm not going to do that. But he would, instead of butter, jam, margarine, or like the typical toppings you'd get on toast, he'd take Tabasco sauce and smear that on both sides of the bread. I mean, if you think about it, that uh, 
that is a bit unconventional, but there is nothing there is nothing about my life in its entirety up to this point and today is November 11th, 2020 that has ever been conventional. So it's been an unconventional life. It's been one hell of a ride and I would not change a thing. But to take Tabasco sauce and put it on toast as a kid, I thought that was weird because, you know, I'd have butter on my toast. I'd have jam on my toast or I'd have it dry. Uh, I can thank the Blues Brothers and Dan Aykroyd, Elwood Blues in that movie, which happens to be my favorite movie of all time. I can thank them for uh, influencing the fact that I would have it dry, that I would have my toast dry. Granted, I still have yet, in 30 plus years of living, I still have yet to ever have four whole fried chickens and a Coke, but I think at some point I'm going to work my way up to it. I don't know, maybe. I might just throw it, uh, you know, a bed sheet on and start yelling toga, toga all over the city, but, you know, that remains to be seen. Maybe someday. Uh, but I've never, again, I've never been a big fan of spice. It's just, it's not something that I'm all that used to. Like a mild kick, right? Like I said in last week's episode about my favorite pizza toppings, I will sometimes get a pepperoni, bacon, and hot pepper pizza. Just because I want something that announces itself. I want something with a little kick. And that's fine, right? I have had real, real, real spicy foods. Like I knew somebody that was from New Orleans when I was in high school and I think we went to college together eventually where he insisted that I try this pasta made with ghost peppers. And I was like, I knew at the time the ghost pepper was the hottest pepper on the planet. This is before the Carolina Reaper ever existed. So I was like, I don't know, man. I've always heard that the ghost pepper is the hottest pepper on the planet. He's like, oh, don't worry. You'll be fine. Granted, I was a dumb kid. I was young, inexperienced, naive. And he was a buddy of mine. So I figured, yeah, okay, you know what? I'll try it. It was uh, linguine and it had like ghost pepper flakes in it. Like various pieces of the ghost pepper finely chopped in the pasta. Now this is apparently it was sort of like a delicacy in New Orleans. I don't know. So I, I try it and almost immediately it was like, oh my God, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. Like I, if getting punched in the face by Mike Tyson, Anthony Joshua, Conor McGregor, you know, Ivan, Ivan Drago, Dolph Lundgren, whatever. If getting punched in the face by one of those people is supposed to be the hardest thing I ever feel or it's supposed to hurt me the most. No, that would probably be second to how I felt after ingesting a few bites of this ghost pepper linguine pasta dish that is apparently like this delicacy in New Orleans, uh, thanks to my buddy there. It was one of the hottest things I've ever tried. Now, I have yet to try the Tabasco sauce on toast. Maybe I'll get to that point at some point in my life. I'm not sure. I know that my best friend, I've known him since about the ninth grade. We, like, he loves spice, right? He is Middle Eastern, and spice is normal. Like, you give him Louis, some sort of generic brand of Louisiana hot sauce, and he, he'll want to kick it up as much as he can because he can handle his spice. And like I said, I can handle a little bit. I'm very mild. 
But, you know, that ghost pepper pasta, that was something else. That lit me up for probably two weeks. I was feeling it for a long, long time afterwards. And I'll, I'll never forget it. I mean, granted, I have yet to try anything with the Carolina Reaper in it. I'm not sure I ever want to try anything with the Carolina Reaper in it because, again, as I keep alluding back to, that ghost pepper pasta, that was hot enough. I've had uh, dishes with sort of like habanero peppers. I've had dishes with Thai chilies in them, and it would hurt. You know, I remember being in high school. I was in Vancouver on like a student exchange, and we went to, say, this sort of Indian temple where they gave us, it was myself and about 30 other students. It was 15 from my high school and 15 or so, somewhere in there. It was a 30, like 30 or like in the low 30s of people. About 15 students from my high school, 15 students from the Vancouver High School, where, you know, we all went to this Indian temple and they would, they served us just typical like Indian food on, you know, in these like, trays that you would get in the cafeteria fine i took one bite of pretty much everything on that platter it hurt it hurt i had never been exposed to that level of spice i'd never been really exposed to spice at that point and i was probably 15 16 years old so this was like you know the mid 2000s i was in high school and it hurt. I was so sore that I, I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't continue. I tapped out very shortly thereafter, you know, taking my first few bites. I've never been the biggest fan of spice. I'm trying to sort of like increase my tolerance or gain more of a tolerance. Frank's Red Hot is like a staple in my fridge if I need to add flavor. Same thing with any generic brand of hot sauce. Sriracha is about as hot as I will go just because I, you know, I don't want my insides screaming at me. Like you put the spicy in your mouth and then, you know, it burns all the way down. You can honestly, like your esophagus is cursing you out. It wants to basically sue you for what you're doing to yourself. And I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry to my body for putting spice in you, but it's I, it's there to, to add flavor. Like if I want to warm up, on a cold day, yeah, I'll add spice to like a noodle dish or a ramen dish or say my dinner if it calls for it. I'll add it to the rice or I'll add it to say like the potatoes a little bit or I'll add some to the salad just to give me a little kiss of hot. Give me a little kiss of heat and that's fine. But there are days where even I can go a little overboard and my insides suddenly want to get a lawyer and they suddenly want to sue me because... I'm doing something that is detrimental to them and to my insides and to my internals, to my organs. I'm sorry, okay? Please, let's just come to an agreement, you know, like this was the union and I am the rep. Let's get them to the, let's get everybody to the table. Let's come to an agreement and let's just hammer out the details, okay? I promise to be better for you and I promise to take better care of you if you just let me have a little piece of the action when it comes to the spice, all right? Like, I've had curries in my life. And speaking of, like, Thai, I had mentioned food with Thai peppers in it. I had a curry that had a green and red Thai chili in it once. My goodness. Like, ow. You know, I'll never understand why people eat the hottest things in the world. Like, I just 
do these things to try them just to say that I did that, just to say that I tried it. But it, you know, sometimes it burns. Like it just, you know, Ralph Wiggum, tastes like burning. It's gonna hurt. And it, it did, you know, for a couple days at least. It really hurt um, because Thai chilies are some of the hottest in the world. Same thing, habaneros are still pretty hot. Scotch bonnet, you know, like these are some of the hottest peppers in the world. And I have tried my damnedest. I've tried my best to try and sort of raise my tolerance level when it comes to spice. And I think I have, you know, over my 30 plus year lifespan, but I don't think I'll ever make that sort of like a staple where I have to have something spicy. I have to have something hot just in order to enjoy a meal. Like if it calls for it, yeah, okay, give me a condiment. You know what I mean? Give me hot sauce. Like one of my favorite condiments, and I didn't even think this or think about this until like within the last year or so. I love mayonnaise. Okay, I'll put mayonnaise on my fries. You know, or if I need something that isn't like hot, spicy, incendiary, like we're going to throw you into a furnace hot. Yeah, okay, I'll add mayonnaise just to add a little flavor. But if I want something with a little kiss of the heat, if I want something just to get things down a little easier, I'll reach for the hot sauce. And we have a couple bottles, usually like super, super mild, in the fridge, ready to go. And that's just cool, man. Like I said, sriracha is probably as hot as I will go, but I cannot, cannot, cannot handle like industrial strength spice. I have had food with all the hottest peppers in the world, not all at once, but I have had food with all the hottest peppers in the world. And every single time, yes, I did it just to say that I tried them, but every single time I ended up paying for it, it would hurt. Every single time I would wake up going, why did I do that? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoyed the food, but it's the like afterwards that's the issue because everything hurts. Okay, it's like falling over and then just getting, you know, beaten up by the concrete repeatedly. It's like having Mike Tyson just, you know, like pummel you for five seconds over and over again. It's on a constant loop. Just letting a record skip, letting a record skip, letting a record skip. I think this thing's going to eat your cassette, right? It, it's going to hurt. And it does. Every single time I try something with some of the hottest peppers in the world, it ends up hurting. I end up hurting myself. And it's nothing physical. It's just, why I, this is food, why do you hate me so? Spice, why do you hate me so? Like, I want to love spice, but I just don't. And it's unfortunate. You know, and I've tried over the years, and I think I've raised my tolerance level, but... Frank's Red Hot, either generic hot sauce, and sriracha is probably as hot as I will ever go because when it comes to like the hottest stuff in the world, absolutely not. It does not agree with my internals, does not agree with my stomach, does not agree with my lips or my mouth or my tongue. I mean, it's basically when things get a bit too hot, it's like Novocaine not wearing off after you come back from the dentist. You can't really enjoy anything after that. But there you go. That is why I am not a big fan of Spice right here this week on a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, I am your host, Lee Dickey. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe. Find us on your favorite podcast app and player of choice, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. Please do comment, like, share, and subscribe. Rate us five stars. Leave us reviews, too, if you would, please. And thank you. Follow along on social media at Lee T. Dickey, of course. 
course, all the information is in the show notes and description down below. This wraps up another episode. I've been Lee Dickey. This has been the Beats and Speaks podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Friday for a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Please remember, comment, like, share, and subscribe. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you next Friday. Peace. ETDickey.com